everybody. It's Marilee Brown, Empire Financial. I'm here with uh, Linda Zimmerhansel. I'm owner broker of Zest Realty here in South Texas. We're on location today. We're pretty excited because this is a brand new subdivision in Canyon Lake. Canyon Lake is just north of San Antonio. It's a little bit uh, southwest of Austin. Um, on a gorgeous aquamarine lake that a lot of people don't know about it. And this is a fantastic brand new subdivision called Sendera Vista. And I'm super excited because it's my husband's little project. Merrily, Merrily. It's not a little project. Okay. It's on 53 acres of gorgeous panoramic views, hills. I mean, a couple of them have um, water views, but really the hills are stunning. I mean, this is just an amazing huge project. Okay, huge project. So. <laughs> it's, it's been two years in the making. Um, and it's on, as I said, 53 acres and just putting the infrastructure into this, um, having just the right engineering for all the lots to be platted properly. Almost every single lot in this project has a view of some sort. That's really hard to do. So really kudos to the engineers. Well, it's kind of exciting. And I, I kind of want to give some kudos to you, even though it's been my husband's dream. Um, he's been a developer for, I don't know, 100 or so years, it seems like. <laughs> um, and he's developed here in San Antonio before, but this is the first time he's actually done this big of a project at Canyon Lake. Um, he's built some houses out here, but he wanted to do, you know, do some development. And... Linda, tell me, because I know that it was you were the brains behind this and why you picked um, to do one acre lots. Tell us what what brought you to Well, the buyers told me over, you know, more than a decade in real estate and just what people have begged for. And, you know, Canyon Lake was even six, seven years ago was kind of a sleepy little area. Now it's one of the fastest growing in the United States. Right. So. We really, I, I kept having buyers come say, hey, you know, I don't want 10 acres. I want one acre. I want one acre that I could do with what I want with. But at the same time, I don't want to be next to maybe a mobile home. Um, mobile homes are great, but sometimes uh, somebody with a site-built home doesn't want to have a mobile home right next door. Um, so when the, the developers started coming in and developing Canyon Lake in earnest, they were putting in subdivisions that were acre lots, but had a very strict HOA. So there's some out here, fabulous, fabulous neighborhoods, but you know, you can't build a house smaller than 2,600 square feet. Well, that's my brother. My brother's in a, a subdivision out here. They're one acre lots, but they're in an HOA and that we had lots of, um, lots of restrictions on having to build a certain square footage. Exactly. Right? Plus you can't have a goat in your backyard. You know, you can't have a horse in your backyard. Uh, maybe a limit on the number of chickens, if any, right? So I had a lot of buyers coming and going, really, I'd like some restrictions just to maintain, you know, the value of my equity, but at the end, you know, to make sure the neighbors are somehow controlled in a certain way. But at the same time, I want to do my own thing. I, if I want to park an RV in my you know, behind my house, I can. Some of these subdivisions require you to build, you know, a huge garage that is the same quality as your house. <laughs> and so I have clients calling going, I don't want to have to put, a, you know, an $80,000 garage to house my RV or my horse trailer, or whatever. So when Randy came to me and said, hey, I want to develop a, a neighborhood. I said, please, Randy, please. 
why don't we do one acre lots and we all want to view out here in Canyon Lake because it is just gorgeous. Um, I mean, hills, rock, also some sandy loam. I mean, just gorgeous. It feels like you're in the middle of of nowhere, yet we're still only 15 minutes, well, really seven minutes from restaurants and stores, and yet it's quiet as can be. We can hear just birds that are a mile away. I mean, it's amazing. So when I brought that to him, he said, well, let's do it. And so it took a while to find just the right acreage. So about how long ago do you think you guys started this? I mean, we started probably looking about three and a half years ago. We bought this property almost, we're almost at the year anniversary. I mean, two-year anniversary. So it took him almost two years because it's a lot. You have to get plats approved by the county. You have to get the engineers to design the plats. You have to plan the water lines and the electric. So you, so you went under contract. And from the time of going under contract to the time that we actually closed was what almost a year, right? No, no, no. no um, to bu to purchase the acreage, no, no yes. it, it wasn't that that long. But because that that purchasing just you know he had to do some due diligence, but it's more of the the timing from the time we closed to the time we're able to put these lots on the market okay. because we're really they're they're ready to build, and a lot of subdivisions don't do that, right? I mean, they'll they'll say, I mean, it, it, a lot of times they're they're putting them on the market before they ever have them platted or the plat approved. Well, I've seen that. I've seen a couple of billboards. And so I went looking and I couldn't find anything, no roads or anything. And they're already selling lots. So a personal experience. I have um, some young ladies under contract now. We've been under contract almost a calendar year because they were advertising this three acre piece of property um, to be sold, but yet it, the plat hadn't been approved and my clients wanted it. So we went under contract and we're waiting and waiting. They could have had their house finished already. And so that's the beauty of this project is, is yes, we still have the, the thing that's outstanding is the roads need to be paved. But, you know, once the, the base is laid, um, and the asphalt's done, I mean, really come, it's like, you know, just add water, just add a house. I mean, that's where we are now. And, this is fantastic um, because, again, Randy, listen, we, you know, so many times as he listens to you, <laughs> but not to me. So I don't as, know. As, got the magic touch. As that. realtors, we go out and we're like, hey, we want to see this piece of property. And you don't know. I mean, you you go down. I mean, I just showed another piece of property and it was lot. I think it was like 44 in this subdivision and none of the lots were marked. And I parked because I didn't take my four-wheel drive. I parked at the end of the gravel road and walked noon in the middle of 100-degree heat. And I had to walk about three quarters. No, it was almost a mile by the time I got to the top of the hill. And I still couldn't find where the lot was. And I was searching and searching. So the great thing that, uh, that Randy did here is we have all the lots marked. All the pins are laid. And it's very easy to find the lot that you're looking for. So realtors out there, note to self, please ask your developers to do this. Mark the corners. Each one of these lots, and we have 42 available. There were 43. Um, we already have two under contract. But all of them are marked. So you, your buyers can see what they're buying, which is fantastic. That's cool. 
So tell me a little bit about we. how long have we, and I kind of know the answer, but time flies for me, um, from you, you started listing them, 43 lots on MLS, right? <laughs> how long did that take you to get that listed? Uh, oh, I mean, it was, it was a project because I, what we did, again, thinking of buyers in mind and, and our colleagues and making it as marketable as possible, we have individual notes on each lot. We came out, um, so I have a co-listing agent, Sergio Cervantes, and we came out and spent two full days out here walking all of this property, all 53 acres, just to make sure that we had every single lot um, identified specifically. And it's wonderful because realtors call me now and they go, okay, my client wants to have a horse in the backyard. Okay, well, I know which lots they can consider because there's some that go straight up the hill and are very rocky and would be absolutely, I mean, view-wise, privacy-wise, amazing, but you don't want a horse in the backyard of that one, right? Then I have I have clients I'm showing tonight out here, and they want, they really specifically want um, just a view, and they really don't want to care for the property. They want it to go natural, which we can do here in the hill country, and so they can build up this hill behind us um, halfway up that hill and, and not have to worry about a thing. It can all go natural and think of the view. If we increase the elevation by 300 feet here, what's that going to look like? Absolutely stunning. So that's the nice thing. Each one of these individual lots, um, you know, so it took me probably a total of 10 days because I'm, I'm, I even included the frontage and the, and you know, the frontage amount, the measurements of the lot. So everybody knows when they come out, it's going to be just much easier to choose if they want narrow frontage and it going straight up the hill and they want to own the peak of the hill, they can. Um, but each one of these, I've got a, I've got a whole file on them. And it, the people I'm meeting today, if they say, no, you know, we change our mind. We don't want a squarish lot. We want one that's nice and long and skinny and goes straight up that hill. Well, we know exactly where to bring them. So it did take quite quite a long time to just get it right. We have pictures of each individual lot and not just pictures of the whole subdivision, um, which is fantastic. We got up really high back here um, and we did a video, which you narrated, which is is fabulous that shows the whole the whole neighborhood. So I think it's kind of funny um, when they purchased this land, we didn't realize that we would have some lots that have water view. Right. I mean, so how'd that happen? It's just once they put in the streets, all of a sudden you and Randy were out here driving and go, oh my gosh, we've got how many lots are water view? So three. Three And lots. with more with potential water view, we just don't, I mean, it's going to depend on, you know, you could put, you could put a higher, you know, make the the house a little bit set higher. Um, you could put a house on stilts for that matter and really have views we could never even imagine, right? So the great thing was, is when you come onto like 53 acres of raw land, and this was all just hunting property and, you know, nobody really was doing much with it. We found, in fact, as, as Sergio and I walked around um, and, you know, investigated each lot, we found a handful of uh deer blinds that that. nobody you know i mean somebody (laughs) used you know at some point and you even climbed up one right i did i wanted to see what the view was gonna look like (laughs) and so um that's i mean that's really cool to be able to to be able to 
see that the land was used in a different way. But when Randy and I were driving around, it was limited. I mean, we, we drove. That's the beauty of these engineers is when they came out and really felt what the property was like and they set the roads that's when we well, came, came out. out with a, a drone, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't they do mm -hmm. a drone so they could see everything that and we couldn't see? maximize the views. So when we drove out here the first time when the roads had been, or, you know, at least, you know, set out, we all just gasped because we could, we knew it was going to be cool. We drove around and said forever views. It, I said, Randy, every single, if we lay these lots out right, we're going to have forever views. And it, they really are. I mean, it really is stunning. So since you went on MLS, what has been your plan, your marketing plan? And I know we kind of jumped the gun because Randy was super excited to get these listed and everything. And, and you know, um, they're laying down, you know, the final, whatever you call it. Cause I am not the base, the, the base. Road base. Yeah. 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 Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, how you end up marketing something like this. Because I'm sure there's people out there that are like, well, I want to do, you know, I've got a smaller acreage and I want to be able to market it. What What is it that you're doing? Because you've been very, you've had a great response. I think, you know, really being able to have people have, have them imagine without a lot of effort. <laughs> what their house is going to look like. Because a lot of buyers don't have a lot of imagination. Um, they can't see this and imagine where, in fact, the the young ladies I told you about that are not buying in this area, they're buying more toward the Bernie and Holotus areas. But um, sh one of them is a commercial, she does commercial construction for a living. So she's able to imagine things much easier. Normally, you don't have a client like that. So you're going to have to go out and help them and go, now, this has a tremendous view you know if it has say um a really steep grade behind it this is going to be amazing but you're going to have to put in you know fifty thousand dollars of extra concrete because you're going to have like a probably a three-story foundation right but you're going to have an amazing view well that that plays into things right so you're going to want to envision that and if you can't see the land you know, because of the trees and the uh, overgrowth and all of that, then you're not going to be able to help your client find the right property. You know, I don't know what the statistics are now, but they used to be, you know, more than half the people that buy a, a residential lot or acreage don't actually ever build on it. They just go ahead and sell it because it's not appropriate. We want people to buy these and build on them and enjoy them. We don't want them to turn them over. We want them to build on them right away. So the key was to be able to have people get here, to be able to identify the lots, to be able to see what they're buying and buy what they want, to buy what they actually want to use the land for. That's my first question to any agent that calls. Okay, what are they going to, or the public when they call, what are you going to use the land for? Oh, hey, I just want to build a small house, which you can here. We didn't limit the size, right? You can have a tiny house. Right here. You can, as long as it, you know, it abides by the other restrictions, which are very, very minimal. But yes, you could put a tiny house out here. And I have, you know, a client that's very interested. He just wants to um, build his a smaller house. He's a single man and he wants to probably have a couple of goats and a sheep and some chickens and just enjoy, you know, his time out here in the very, very peaceful setting. 
you know, if we're just quiet for a minute, listen to that. It's just so relaxing. So there's a lot of people who are looking just for that, but that's my goal. That was my goal. So as long as we could get in, that's what I kept asking Randy. Can we, can people drive? Yes, they can. They can drive on here. They can look, you know, as, as I mentioned, um, a minute ago, the great part about what he did here is, so this is lot eight up to the next sign. This is lot seven, right? So, and I have, uh, I have, a, you know, a subdivision rendering. We've got the plat map with all of the, you know, the length and the, the width. So people can actually walk back there. They can find the pins in the back and they can see what they're, what they can see what they're buying. I mean, and that just doesn't happen that often. So that's the, the best thing about this. They can see, they can walk down and they can see where their house might be. And they could see the view. Now it's going to be probably even better because they're going to have a foundation, right? But as they meet their builder out here, the builder also can tell them, this is exactly where I'm putting the house. That's another thing these in engineers did is they actually, the way they planned the lots, they actually were able to do it so that every single one of these lots, we could find a buildable area without having massive clearing and grading. They were able to do that where it's going to make your building costs cheaper. So all of those things just kind of come into play when you're trying to make something that's really usable for folks and easy for realtors to be able to sell. So you sort of touched on it a little bit about how there's no HOA, but we do have deed restrictions, but they're minimal, right? Correct. And, and so I think we can go on the website and if you want to see what they are, they're all posted on the website. So you can even download the deed restrictions or at least see the, the list. And I know that animals, everybody asks about having animals, but I noticed one of the animals that they won't let you have is pigs. Yes. Yes. So is that just because um, you guys don't like pigs? Or, no, no. I mean, it's kind of a standard. Um, it's it's standard with many well, deed Comel, restrictions. I heard it's Comal County. For some well, reason, County. Well, you know, most animals um, aren't going to, you know, we wanted to preserve um, the peace of the subdivision, um, the beauty of the space, right? And so it is very common if you look, um, throughout Texas anyway, if you look at deed restricted communities versus HOAs, HOAs, you know, really limit livestock extremely, but many deed restrictions in counties will show um, no swine. And the reason is, is there's an odor um, with swine that you won't find with other livestock. And there is a noise factor with a lot of swine. I see. So, Am I, if I buy a lot, am I going to be having goats coming over into my... Well, that's not, I mean, you're not supposed to have that, right? I mean, okay. if you have an animal, you're supposed to contain it on your oh, property. Okay, right. Yeah. So you, you're going to require I mean, some it, kind of containment. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. So, I mean, that's, it's really a lot of people want to have them just for their own enjoyment. I mean, there's a lot of people that, especially here in South Texas, we have, you know, teenagers who are in 4-H. Um, and they need to raise an animal and maybe it's just one goat, but I mean, there's a neighborhood in, in Marion that has half acre, you know, where you'd have enough room to raise a goat, 
but the HOA doesn't allow it. So that actually that HOA or that development, they they built a barn just for that. (laughs) So so where they have to keep their animals at this barn and they have to go take care of them. But most prefer to have their 4-H animal. And I had, you know, kids that did that. So they they want to do that. And you don't have to go by, you know, sometimes people feel like they have to go invest in 10 acres to be able to do that. You don't need 10 acres to just raise one goat. So I'm so happy that we were able to do that. And then I've got clients, they just want chickens. She just really wants to have a chicken or maybe one sheep. You know, it's just been her vision to have that in retirement. And so she can do that here, you know, and, and they don't want a big house. They just want to retire out in the country with peace and have some nice, friendly neighbors that right aren't slam next to them. And this is the place to do it. I mean, I'm just so excited. And I have had a lot of the public calling off our sign signage and advertising. And they, they actually say the words, thank you. And I'll say, oh, thank you for what? And this has happened over and over. And, and they said, thank you for developing a subdivision with no HOA. Wow. Well, it's rare. I mean, I Googled it trying to figure out who else had that. And I couldn't find any. Yeah, you know, it's it's fantastic. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we're excited. And I mean, and then the bonus of the, I mean, we knew the views were going to be nice, but this is just something else. I mean, you have to come out here and see these. So you came up with the concept of forever views. Mm-hmm. as the, And it just popped into my head as Randy and I were driving around right when they first started cutting the roads. And we just barely got up like half halfway to where we are now. And I looked around, I said, Randy, these are forever views. And it just came into my head. And they really are. There is all, there is not one um, lot in here that does not have some kind of view. Now, some of them are just like, <gasps> you can't even talk because they're so amazing. Some are, are more lower profile, but that's maybe for somebody that wants a little more privacy, maybe wants a little flatter ground. But even these behind us, I mean, these are some of the most level lots we have. Look at the view behind us from the level lots. Well, what's cool is you can you can sit out out your back door and see a gorgeous view that goes forever and ever. And then you look out your front door and you've got this beautiful hillside. It's like we're in a little valley. And I mean, nobody's going to build up there, right? I know it. And if you go over here, um, we have some amazing, I mean, this is so stunning. The ones that have water views as well. I mean, you can, you're going to have wraparound porches on so many of these properties. Um, you can't, and you're, you're going to say, Oh, well, I want a view of that. Okay. I want this lot. We have so many hills. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven in the distance, eight, nine, 10. I mean, there's 11, 12 hills in, we're in the hill country, right? That you're going to be able to see from one house. You're going to be able to look out your, you know, walk around your house and see 11 hills and a gorgeous, gorgeous valley. So, I mean, it really is perfect. I mean, if you'd gone looking for this good of you, we probably wouldn't have found it. It sort of found us. So, Linda, one thing I want to make sure that we include, because I'm a water person. I love water. You were talking about amenities. How close are we to the lake? Oh, great question. So, of course, I mentioned that a couple of the lots and maybe more have water views, right? Um, But the water views are over in between these two, that kind of the saddleback between those two. We are only two, 1.9, because we measured it, 
1.9 uh, miles driving to the nearest uh, boat ramp. Okay. Oh, wow. So really, the, as the crow flies, the the lake is just right there. It's very close. But I mean, you'd have to get on the back of the crow to get there that way, right? But the fur the closest so two boat ramp to the boat ramp, right? Exactly. Exactly. Wow, so that's great. it is. It's it's so close. Um, and how you just can't imagine the the. And you're not paying waterfront prices. <laughs> so you, you still have access to the lake that's close. And you can keep boats, uh, you know, behind your house here, too. I mean, you can have as many boats as you want. They don't have to be in an enclosure. They just um, have to be behind the house. Exactly. Right? Yeah, just kind of like, like you can't park it right here. Yeah. You know, you've got to have it just, uh, you know, to keep the aesthetics of the neighborhood such. Um, so you can have five boats back there if you want. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be taking advantage of that. So one thing I had, um, we had a boat for about three summers um, when our kids were younger and would bring them out. And it's really cool because this is a Corps of Engineers lake. lake. Mm -hmm. It's owned by the Corps of Engineers. Aquamarine Clear. It's beautiful. It is the most cleanest, most um, delightful water I've ever been in. And what's cool is that the whole area around the lake, and maybe you know more about it than me, but there's no houses built right on the lake. They, they're they're kind of up above with lake view. And so it's very unique. There's no boat ramps or anything around the lake. So when you bring your boat in, there's little coves that you can kind of go and anchor in. Um, they've got a little party cove, you know, 4th of July, they have all kinds of neat events, but it's, it's one of the most unique lakes that I've ever had my boat. Yeah. On. Well, and it's because it's limestone. You can see we're sitting yeah. on limestone here and limestone um, filters the water. So it's very clear. It's unlike most of the Texas lakes that tend to be more, um, you know, muddy-ish. Um, it's very, very clear. So that's where the aquamarine water comes from. It's just, and it's deep. Um, it's the Guadalupe uh, River feeds it. And there's a lot of lake frontage because it's not just a big round lake. There's a lot of fingers and like merely said coves. And so it's one of the prettiest lakes I've ever seen. And I grew up in Hawaii. This water is, is lovely. Also good fishing because it's being fed by the Guadalupe River. There's a lot of really good bass and catfish. And they've got catfish. a scuba diving um, club out here too uh -huh. that's going yeah. diving. I've been seeing their pictures online, which is so cool. I'm yep. like, oh, yep. I love that. Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful lake. So, yep. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Well, it's really exciting and it's, it's exciting to be a part of this. And, and of course, you know, you're a very close friend for, you know, a hundred years to, for us to all kind of be involved and to see your vision, you know, take off. Um, I'm glad you, you know, brought my developer husband along, you know? So, I mean, this is really, I mean, this is just really fun to see it. And, and I, I heard or he has told me that once he gets this going, gets the streets in, he's already looking for the next, uh, the next land to do this again. Right. I, I, I know it's so exciting. I mean, I can't be more grateful that he was willing to I'm just so excited. We could give buyers something they really want. And they've been asking for, for years and years and years, which is just so fun, you know, and, and just have such variety in such a small place. I mean, we've got the views, we've got the more level properties. We've got ones that have more oak trees and then some that have more cedar trees. 
because I just had somebody call today and they said, you know, I said, are trees important to you? Because I've got my list of lots that have, you know, like an antique oak or a stand of antique oaks. And no, you know, I really think that I'm not, you know, I, I don't need that. And I'm probably going to clear a lot of it because I just want to see the views. And you can do that. You can do whatever you want here, which is just, it's so refreshing. And we have early access right now. Yeah, the streets aren't in, but we wanted to do early access. Once we get the streets in, then we're talking about doing a big grand mm-hmm. opening. We're Absolutely. Not anybody out. But now's the time, really, to come out and look at it when it's still early access, right? Well, and look, what time is it now we're filming this? It's like 5 o'clock, the hottest part of the day. It's in it's September in South Texas, and we've been having 100-degree days. It is always cooler here because we're not surrounded by all of the concrete and, you know, and the it. it's just, it's pleasant. Lovely. I mean, we're, it's I mean, this is... lovely. Let's go pick our lots. You want to go pick a lot? Let's be neighbors. That's right. That's right. We retire. I have, I have my favorite. So (laughs) I do. I do. I do. You know know backwards and frontwards of all these lots. So, well, this is great. I just admire what you're doing and, and, um, you know, how you're helping people try to decide to do this. So do you have any words of advice um, for other realtors out there who are, or maybe wanting to get into land development, if you can think of just, um, I don't know, a couple, a couple tidbits just of advice on, on getting started. What, what's the best way to get started? Well, I mean, there's so many things. If you're looking for a developer that wants to develop, a, you know, a project, maybe not to this scale with 43, um, but a smaller scale, you have to go back to who your buyers are, right? Okay. What do they want? And again, you know, Canyon Lake is a big lake right? And there's a lot of space around it. Um, But, you know, Randy and I both knew that the south part of the lake was the best. You're really closest to New Braunfels. You're only, you know, really 30 minutes from San Antonio, really 20 minutes from the northern outskirts. Um, You're seven minutes to grocery stores. Um, You can access the Guadalupe River um, easily from here where the tubing happens. Um, So really, picking that was very important. I mean, you can be on the northern side of the lake and you're closer to Austin and Dripping Springs, Wimberley, but there's less development there. It'll come, but it's just not there yet. So people can work in New Braunfels, live here or San Antonio, live here and get to work in 20, 15 minutes. And yet they feel like they're in the middle. So that was really important to us because you don't always want people that just are retirees. There's a lot of people who want to do this and get a leg up on their retirement or they want to raise their kids out in the country. Um, you're really close to the schools here. You're not far at all. So you have all these recreation um, areas. And so that's important. And you have it listed on the website too, the school districts, right? Right, correct. Right. And they're fantastic. Um, so you that's important when you're considering purchasing. You don't want to, unless, you know, you're looking for something to, to be the first people to go out and develop, this proximity of being close to conveniences is very important. Plus, you know, you want your developer ahead of it and know that they can, you know, access water lines and what that's going to look like because the infrastructure is extremely expensive. <laughs> you know, you you know, and it takes a long time. Um, you know, fortunately, Randy had connections with Comal County, which helped him. But again, 
getting that leg up and knowing it and, and having so that. We have, we have water and we have electricity mm -hmm. and you put in your own septic tank. Yes, right? which is very common out here. So, and very common even in the one places with HOAs, they all have to have their own septic. So, yep. So you don't need a water well here. You've got um, co-op water, you've got um, electricity and it's all sitting here. Like I said, just add house. <laughs> Literally, that's all you need. That's great. Well, thank you, Linda, for your brain and your knowledge and your personality it's and so your friendship. It's, and this is just so. so much fun. I'm so excited and people just have to come. Don't just look at the pictures. We tried to do our best, <laughs> but it is, this place is something you have to experience in person um, because you come here and it just has a feeling. And then the views, like, like I said, I mean, we were familiar with the property and we still came out and went, oh, Wow. So you got to come and see it in person. Send your clients out. We'll meet your clients here. You don't even have to come. So if you have clients that this might suit or you're an investor, if you're an investor, trust me, tr spending less than 200000 on an acre in this kind of development it's going to make you and money. And we have some builders that have been coming out and mm -hmm. looking too, right? So, so they're going to probably build some, some spec, spec homes out here. Yeah, mm -hmm. some spec homes. So we have quite a few builders that have come out and are scoping out the lot. So right. this is cool. This is wonderful. All Thanks right. So much. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you can hear more wonderful, fun, exciting podcasts that um, are coming to you from Linda and Marilyn. And we want to do more on location and we too. Yeah, This is so, so cool. That was her idea. She's got great ideas. I like Plus, being outside. I hooked myself up with somebody smart. <laughs> so anyway, thanks everybody. Thank you. Bye.